What's up, y'all? Welcome to Eddie and Mike, the podcast. We're going to pick up where we left off with the NFL division preview. We did the AFC on the previous episode. And on this episode, we're going to talk about the mighty NFC. Uh, quick story real quick. NFC, man, National Football Conference was so hard in the 90s. Like, it started out with the Giants winning the Super Bowl in Washington football team they won theirs cowboys won three straight i mean was it three straight or is it no they won one straight then um san Fran's won one then they won two more and or vice versa but y'all know oh y'all know what i'm talking about and yeah the nfc was just on the run and till this day it still feels like the nfc is the superior conference i dare somebody to argue against me but when you think about it all the elite teams are in the NFC. And it just so happens Washington plays almost all of them this year. <laughs> but, Eddie, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to take up that whole intro. How you doing, man? I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I kind of feel like AFC has been uh, – maybe it's just their top three teams, you know, when you think it's of like – the Chiefs, man. They carry that whole conference. Well, now, but when Brady was with the Patriots and Steelers were kind of tough, you had a, you know, even Broncos with Peyton Manning. But I, I, anyway, we're here to talk about the NFC, and I'm not bad mouthing the NFC either, by the way. So let's start off with the NFC North. Who we think is going to win that division? I could honestly see the Vikings winning that division, just for the simple fact that. I feel like the Packers maybe did too much trying to please Aaron Rodgers and bring him back that somehow I, I don't quite know how to quantify it, but I, somehow I think it's going to work against him. Mm. I'm not saying Randall Cobbs lost it, but I just think that somehow this ain't going to, I just don't think it's going to work this go round. And I think the bears and the lions are both trying to rebuild. And I know Jared Goff thinks that the Lions are going to win the division. And, hey, good for him. You should oh, have buddy. But, you know, I mean, what's he supposed to say? That they're not? You know what I mean? So, True, good but... for him. But I, I think it's going to be the Vikings. And if it's, not, if it's not the Vikings, I wouldn't be surprised if it's the Packers. But I'm really leaning more towards the Vikings. Bears are rebuilding. Lions are kind of being the Lions and sort of rebuilding. Um, you think the Bears rebuilding? Yeah. I don't know, man. They, they got some they got nice. nice. I'm not even talking about Phils, and that's and that's what I was going to say, bro. The Bears are kind of a decent Andy Dalton season away from competing. People forget they were a playoff team last season. They they. They went at it with the Saints in that game, that ridiculous game, which was made even more ridiculous by being aired on Nickelodeon. It was crazy, but um, if they can get some play out of Andy Dalton, I can see them competing for the playoff spot again. But um, as long as Aaron Rodgers is there, that's his division, bro. I hear what you're saying, but we talking Raymond MVP, like – until I see it with my own two eyes, I have to give it to him. Like, yeah, I have to give him the division because he's he's the man. Like, I can't even 
can't even say anything about him. Totally Totally get that. It's hard to go against him. So that that's why I just that's why I said I couldn't really put it into words, but I think kind of being away for that time, I know him and Devontae Adams uh, are just it, – it's ridiculous the way they played together last year. Mm-hmm. But I think it's also going to be hard to recreate that. And as awesome as Aaron Jones is, and I'm surprised. I, I always thought Aaron Jones was good, but I just kind of felt like he was one of those players that would have a good game, have a quiet game, then get hurt a little bit. Like there were some inconsistencies, but – he seems to be starting to really put it together. So maybe he'll show, you know, a step to another level, some more endurance, being able to play longer. Who knows? I, like I said, I've been wrong before. Yeah, but um, real quick on the Lions, they have some talent there. I'm not as big of a I, – I don't mind golf. Like, he's okay. Is he elite? Nah. Is he trash? Nah. He's he's middle of the pack. He can he can get the job done. He's off a lot, but when he's on, he's on. And I think I think he's gonna surprise people a little bit. Will they win the division? Nah. And I don't think they're talented enough to compete for a wild card. So they'll have a solid season, but I'm not expecting too much more than they would if Stafford was still there. Now, as far as the NFC South goes, man, Whew, that division. Tampa, they should win it, but what if they what if they loaf in the middle of the season like they did last year? Who's, who's the biggest threat to Tampa? Let's 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 go from it from that perspective. Who do you think is the biggest threat? New Orleans. You think it's New Orleans? Yeah, because, I mean, as long as they got Sean Payton, I kind of feel similar to him like I feel about um, Aaron Rodgers. As long as he's there, it's his division. The Saints, they won it a lot. Yeah, and and they actually won the division last year. Mm -hmm. I don't think people realize that. The the Buccaneers were a wild card. They lost twice to the Saints. So it's not that I disagree with you, and I don't really want to say this, but I just feel like – Having the same quarterback come back makes the Falcons a little bit more valuable in that sense. But they're definitely doing some rebuilding of their own. I don't see this as bad as the um, uh, AFC South where the Titans should just be able to run away with it. I don't quite think that'll happen, but I think there's some of that happening for sure. Jameis, hey, maybe he's figured it all out. That year being able to sit out, uh, or not sit out, but, you know, be a backup to Drew Brees, learn Sean Payton. I mean, people forget as bad as that year was when he threw an equal amount of TDs and, and uh, touchdowns, he still threw for like 5,000 yards. He's still got an arm. He's talented. He's not bad. He just maybe needs some help, needs to improve, needs to get better in certain areas. So I, I could see New Orleans. I don't mind Carolina either, though, and – Sam Darnold look all right in the preseason. They have weapons, and I feel like as long as Christian McCaffrey stays healthy, he'll be all right. And their defense, they got some, they got some ballers, man. And yeah, Carolina, they'll be a threat for a wild card spot in the NFC for real. 
I um, do think from a fantasy football standpoint, and, and I guess this would translate to success in regular football. I don't know how else to phrase it. But I do think Darnold could be good and helpful in a way to Christian McCaffrey's. Uh, uh, like to, he, he, they would benefit from each other is what I'm trying to say. You know, like Donald having a guy like McCaffrey that he can check it down to, and then McCaffrey having no disrespect to Bridgewater or even Cam. But, you know, inconsistent quarterback play is not good for anybody, especially guys that are going to be catching passes from them. So hopefully Donald being more of a stand and deliver type of guy, hopefully that will help McCaffrey's, uh, you know, his numbers, his, his performance. Yeah, and as far as Atlanta goes, kind of like golf, I'm not as big of a hater on Ryan as others are. I think he's good. I do. I don't so know you think why. he's good? Yeah. Okay. I'm not saying he's Drew Brees or something like that, but, you know, there was a time period because he went to two Super Bowls where people thought Eli Manning was great, and I just don't. I really don't. I, think I never he, did either. I think his whole team got hot twice, and he played really well the first time. <laughs> no, the first playoffs, he did put up really good numbers in terms of QB rating. Yeah, in the playoffs, he go ham. He did that that one playoff run. But as a whole, I wouldn't say that he's – especially not Hall of Fame. But Matt Ryan has been pretty damn consistent. I realize he was on that Falcons team that lost the Super Bowl, but I don't view a lot of that as his fault. I really don't. That man played pretty damn well to get them to that Super Bowl. He's had other years where he's played really, really well. He's a professional. You don't see him, you know, demeaning his teammates or throwing anybody under the bus after the games. I, I think he's a solid player. I think he's really solid. I, I think in the end, he, like I said, he won't be Brady or Breeze, but I don't, I think he's a lot closer to those guys than a lot of other guys in the NFL, if that makes sense. Okay. And, um, hey, they got a nice weapon out there, man, with Pitts. Hey, they were going to line them up everywhere. Yeah, we'll see about that. I'm not sure. I, I'd like to see him work out, but I just think it's tough to take a guy, regardless of, of talent. You know, everybody's not LeBron James. You know, there's a lot of people that, that – go in year one and they don't have that kind of success. So we got to be kind of open-minded about that, that this might be a long-term thing. I get that they need production right away, but got to, got to, you know, grain of salt, man, grain of salt. But um, yeah, with Tampa, I guess officially I'll say them. I have no choice because they're the defending Super Bowl champions and everybody's coming back. That was kind of the big headline with them this offseason. I think I saw Mike Evans take another restructure of his contract to bring in money to save um, for the practice squad members. Yeah, I'm like, this dude is just something else, man. Like, <laughs> he's letting fans wear the Super Bowl ring, and he's a beast. Like, I remember – I can't remember what year it was. Maybe it was his first or second year in the league. He demolished us. 
I think he had 263 receiving yards. And I could be off, but that number seems specific. And I really, really think it was 263. But he torched us. And ever since that day, that man had my respect. But he continues to earn it even more. And it just seems like he's a genuine good person. Um, came from Texas A&M, I believe. Played like, man oh, yeah. Like, my goodness, that dude is a beast. And I feel like as long as Chris Godwin's around, he's a he's been a little bit banged up, so he's hasn't been as explosive or as impactful as he was earlier in his career. But as long as he's around, that man is a threat. And Washington will have to see them this season. And they'll have to see a lot of other teams this season, man. Including team in the AFC West. And that's the division we'll start with. We'll end with on this episode. Um, how you feeling about that division? Toughest division in football. Like, just period. All four teams could be a threat in any other division, if you ask me. You've got stability all around that division. You know, I, I realize the 49ers situation, whether or not they're going to, you know, go all in on Trey Lance or they're going to kind of go Garoppolo and sprinkle Lance in in packages and ease him in to be the guy. But no matter what, that team is put together really well, and you got to figure – they're not going to have the bad luck they had last year. How many How many of their starters, especially on defense, just went down one after another? <laughs> like the whole damn team, right? And uh, Mozart is electric. He I do worry about, but San Fran is kind of becoming what the Denver Broncos used to be, where you just plug a guy in and that guy's a thousand yard back. Go figure. It's Kyle Shanahan doing exactly what his dad did. But – so that's how I feel about San Francisco, just extremely tough defensively, run the ball, got a lot of athletes like Adebo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk. Those guys are young and hungry. They're going to be good. Then you look, Seattle, I mean, we all know about Russell Wilson. <laughs> we know about the freak athlete DK Metcalf is. Tyler Lockett is insanely good. You add in a Gerald Everett now at tight end that gives them a little bit more of an edge from the tight end play than what they've had before even when they had Jimmy Graham, and I think they were kind of starting to click. Uh, I think this will be better than that. Uh, defensively, I think Seattle does have some issues to address, but they're still a very, very tough team. Anytime you get a guy like Russell Wilson, it's like trying to hold water in your hand. Uh, same with Kyler Murray for Arizona. That team is stocked up now when you look at uh, adding DeAndre – not adding DeAndre Hobbs, they had him last year, but adding J.J. Watt, adding A.J. Green – uh, you know, Chase Edmonds stepping up now to be the guy at running back. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, I don't know how James Conner will work out as a backup. I hope he can bounce back because he did have that one good year in Pittsburgh. But then after that, it just kind of seemed yeah, – I, I don't even know how to explain it. He just – he was hurt. He was inconsistent. So uh, you look at that, and then you look at the Rams. A lot of people kind of think that the Rams might be the team to beat in the NFC. You got Aaron Donald. You got uh, – why can't I think of my cornerback's name right now? 20. What's number 20? Ramsey. Ramsey, yeah. He might wear 21 now, but he wore 20 for Jacksonville. Yeah, Ramsey might be one of the – one of the, if not the best corner in the NFL. 
So when you put those two alone, your defense automatically gets elevated because now you can move the safeties over to help the other DB and let Ramsey play on an island. He's that good. He could even play like that against tight ends, as we've seen him do against Rob Gronkowski in the playoffs with the Jaguars, as well as others. And now you go to the offense, adding Matt Stafford to a dynamic Sean McVay offense. And nobody's talking about this one. You know, Cooper Cup and Robert Woods are are very solid receivers. They've definitely shown with good QB play that they can ball. You add in Deshaun Jackson. I know that. Look, I get it. He's older, he parties a lot, and he does tend to get hurt. Where did that come from? (laughs) I'm just saying saying stuff that's out there because he he, – look at almost every year he's been in the league, he gets hurt, right? And I know he's out there partying. I don't mean to, like, knock it like other dudes aren't doing the same thing. But all I'm saying is I think, honestly, I think Deshaun might have a damn good year this year in that offense. That's the McVay effect. Yeah, he'll be – probably in the slot. They'll move him around. They might even give him like a little end around, right? Especially now that Cam Akers got hurt. You're going to ride with Sony Michelle and Darrell Henderson Jr. Both of those guys are solid. I, I think that offense is going to be nasty. And we, I already talked about the defense. Best division in football, man. You look at it. You got four teams. Three of those four actually play pretty damn good defense. All four teams, for the most part, have stability at quarterback. They got good head coaches. Best division in football. There's some other ones that are close, but top to bottom, best division in football. Man, it's weird. Seattle, when I was younger, for the younger folks that listen, they weren't even in the NFC. They were the AFC West team, man. Yeah. When the Texans came over, they became um, the 16th team in the NFC, and that's how the divisions became realigned or whatnot. But since then, since they came to the NFC, Washington has played these Bamas 12 times. 12 times we played the Seahawks. Man, I remember one year, it was probably – Looking at this schedule, it was probably 95. No, it wasn't 95. It was 98. Um, Washington played Seattle and Seattle, and I remember that game. I was young, but I remember I watched it over my sister's house, and they lost. <laughs> but anyway, um, Washington actually fared has fared well against Seattle, except for the playoffs. They're winless. 0-3 versus Seattle in the playoffs. So that's just wild. And um, I don't think they'll win this division. I love Stafford, man. And him and, him and McVay, bro, boy, if Stafford can stay healthy, I'm talking MVP-type stuff, Eddie. Oh, yeah. I, I agree. I, I totally do. So I think the Rams are not only a threat to win the division, but – you can pencil them in as a Super Bowl contender. Well, no, they are a Super Bowl contender. Absolutely. I don't uh, – Green Bay, Tampa Bay, there's no more Bay. I don't know about Green Bay. Say what? I said I don't know about Green Bay. I, I mean, like, in, in the NFC, I, I would say 
just because they were there last year, right? We haven't seen any games yet, so that's all I'm okay, going on. Okay. Bay, Tampa Bay, the Rams, maybe maybe St. Louis, but I really I I feel like you my but I feel like the Niners might might get back to form. And I would say that would be your your NFC with the Washington football team being the dark horse, baby. That's right. I think we could sneak in there. But we got a tough schedule, man. We haven't talked about the NFC East. I think we might be uh, – I don't know. Are we going to go to the NFC East? Yeah, that will be the next episode. We'll talk about episode. the NFC East and the oh, football team. Hey. Oh, yeah. We'll wrap up this episode, talk about the NFC. Officially, I think I have the Packers, Bucks, Rams winning the division. With the Saints, um, who else? Well, we'll I'll give my we'll do that the next episode. <laughs> do that episode. You got anything else to say to end this quick NFC division prediction episode? Nah, just uh, it's one of those bittersweet times, I guess. Depending on which way you look at it, I'm excited that football's here, but. Always kind of bummed that summer's ending. So, mm. yeah, man, uh, I hope everybody's had a great summer, and uh, let's get ready for that sweater weather. Sweater weather, a.k.a. hoodie season. Yep. That right? A.k.a. big boy season. Yeah, yeah buddy. Boy. <laughs> but, nah, we'll holler at y'all in a couple of days with this Washington football preview. Um, it's gonna be interesting, man. We gonna go in. Maybe we'll have a guest. Maybe not. Who knows? And sure. coming live from DMV. Well, pre-live, pre-recorded, whatever. It's a podcast. It's Eddie and Mike. I'll let y'all Catch y'all on the flip side.